Welcome to Relentless. I am joined today with senior forward Brooke, who currently plays on a women's basketball team at Wisconsin. To kick off this episode, I want to dive deep into your journey as a person and as a player. Being from Chicago, growing up in an athletic family, what made you pick up a basketball? Where did that love and passion come from? Um, so everyone in my family has always played sports. I feel like I grew up in a pretty competitive household. Both of my older sisters played college basketball. My oldest sister played at Northern Michigan, and then my other sister played at Oshkosh. And my mom actually played college basketball at Carthage. And then my dad plays, played college football at Oshkosh for a few years. So I grew up in a very athletic family. We are all, like, six foot and taller, very much, like, like, if, if my sisters and I would fight, it wouldn't be about, like, the normal sibling stuff. It would be like, who's going to win this game? Who's right. going to win So I think that helped a lot growing up because I always had that, like, competitive nature. And then just seeing my sisters at, like, AU tournaments or seeing their high school games or just watching them compete, like, being that little sister, I looked up to them, obviously, in every aspect. And then I just wanted to be like them or even better when it came to sports. Okay, nice. What did it take for you to get to where you at now like how much work did you have to put in day in and day out to land a full scholarship at wisconsin because it's not only is it hard to you know land a full scholarship at a college but to to do it at a power five is like less than one percent chance like a lot of people don't get experienced that so i want the athletes to know or anybody that's listening to the episode to know like how much work did you have to put in and what did you have to go through to get that scholarship offer yeah, I think growing up, I focused a lot on just, like, getting in the gym as much as I can, getting with trainers as much as I can, just so my body was at the same level as some other girls, because I was tall, but when I was growing up, I was pretty lanky. I didn't have a lot of muscle on me, so I think just focusing on that aspect, making sure I have that athletic build, and then also... I went to a ton of tournaments, and I feel like when I first started AAU in, like, high school, in my head, I would think, like, in order to get noticed, I had to score. I had to do this, I had to do that, but I, my dad slowly taught me, like, college coaches aren't just going to recruit you because you can score the ball. You have to be able to pass, you have right. to be able to get through tough times. Like, if you have a bad game, a coach isn't going to, like, completely disregard you. They're going to see how you react how like your mental stability is, how you treat your other teammates and on the bench or like after a game, how you respond to people. So I think growing up, like when I was younger, I focused a lot on the aspect of like, my game has to be perfect. My body has to be perfect. But right. as I got older and talked to more people, it was more like your attitude might even be a bigger aspect because if you're having a bad game and then you take down your teammates or your coaches, like, coaches aren't going to want to deal with that. Or, like, right, right. throw on the bench pouting instead of supporting your teammate. Like, coaches know that you're not always going to have the best game. Right. So I think something when I got older and I'm still working on is just, like, my attitude and my mental strength just because, like, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not going to have a perfect game all the time. But, like, if I can show people and even now like when little girls look up to me like yeah they're not always thinking about oh did brooke score right like, right like i like her as a person so like they're gonna be looking at me before and after the game and on the bench and like how i'm absolutely having relationships with coaches and players so i think something that a lot of girls don't think about when it comes to recruiting is like your overall attitude and your body composure and just like the relationships that outside coaches can see like before and after a game. Like I remember one time I was in AU tournament and I just like did not have a great game. And I was just like really stressed because there were a ton of coaches there and I was just like freaking out. But then 
I was really close to my team that year, so me and some girls just hang out after the game, like trying to like hype each other up because we had another game coming up, and a coach called me the next day and was like, I don't care that you didn't play well. I just saw that your attitude, you were having a good time. You were enjoying your time with your teammates. Like, you were being more than just a player. Like, you were also a person. You need to make sure that you're having fun. So that was just something that I think people forget about when it comes to the whole process. Like, you're more than just a basketball player. You're also getting recruited as a human being. Right. And going off of what you're saying about attitude and stuff, I remember during an AU tournament, um, you know, me and my teammates, we were all good. We were getting recruited by, you know, different schools. But there's this one tournament where we played bad. We was in Philly, and we played horrible, and nothing was going right. And our just, our bench demeanor when we was on the bench was just awful. And, like, my coach was talking, my AU coach, he was talking to Michigan head coach at the time, and he was saying how awful, not how awful we played, but how awful we looked, our, our demeanor, no leadership, no accountability, just the way we were sitting on the bench. And my and my AU coach ended up talking to the UNLV head coach as well, and he was talking about if there's one player on your team that had great leadership and was had a positive attitude throughout the whole throughout the whole tournament, because the coach UNLV coach knew that we only won one game and would even make it past our like our bracket or bracket round, and he was just saying if you have one player from the past weekend, I don't even care if he even played a single minute. If you have one player that had a positive, positive attitude throughout all the losses, I want to offer that kid a scholarship. And my coach ended up saying, I can't name one player because we, did, we didn't take no accountability for ourselves. So just going off of what you're saying and everybody that, that's listening right now, they're going to understand where you're coming from. And that's great advice, Brooke. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Um, but when you first, you know, stepped on campus as a freshman, you know, I noticed that you earned significant minutes right away. Making that making that adjustment from high school to college can be hard. How were you able to adjust so quickly? I know it's the work that you put in, but besides the work that you put in, there's ha- there has to be a mental edge that you gain because, you know, as a freshman, you can be really talented, but you have to be able to endure all the mental challenges that may come up when you get to college. So how are you able to adjust quickly and get in that rotation right away? Um, I think what helped me a lot was having two older sisters who kind of went through a similar process. So asking them questions was very helpful because I think, I mean, I see some freshmen come in now and it's like, I was a star on my high school team. I'm going to be a star on my college team. And it is just like the games are two completely different games when it comes to speed, the mental game, like everything is just like so different. So I think freshman year, that summer, I was a little bit quieter kind of to myself. And like I realized that didn't really, I mean, it got me places in the gym as a single player, but like you play with five like you play with four other girls so you need to be able to like have that bond so I think like fall of my freshman year I did a really good job of just building connections because I mean the game of basketball like obviously that's its own thing but if you don't have connections with the girls off the court you're not gonna be able to play with them yeah so something that did yeah so something that I did I focused a lot on just like even if it's older girls if I if I wasn't super comfortable with them just getting lunch with them, getting dinner with them, trying to go to their apartment. So just building that relationship was something that I really focused on and also not being scared to ask questions when I was confused because that summer, if I didn't know anything, I would like ask my teammate who I was super close with and it would just be like a one-on-one conversation. But like I would continue to get closer to her, but 
other girls on the team that, and I need, I have coaches I need to build relationships with. So, like, just reaching out, asking questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, you are a freshman. You're supposed to learn and grow. Like, I think I was a little bit hesitant and scared to grow just because I was like, oh, I can't ask questions. I'm supposed to be shy. I'm supposed to be quiet. Like, I'm the underdog. But, like, if you break out of that shell, it helps everyone on the team, everyone on the staff, because then you build a relationship with the staff, with the team, and then you will grow so much more than you think that you have. Like, that potential will just, like, rocket into the sky because you, like, you don't know what you can do until you push yourself to that place of discomfort. And I think in high school, I was very comfortable with where I was at because I was a little bit more athletic. I was a little bit taller. I, like, had, I committed pretty early, so I was like, okay, like, I'm chilling, I'm fine, but I didn't realize how comfortable I was just sitting until I got to college because I'm like, I could push myself like 10 more levels, like 12 more levels. And it's just because I was fine with being comfortable. But like, until you reach out, make connections, make relationships, ask questions, you realize like you can be so uncomfortable and still be fine. Right, absolutely. And that's the one thing I admire about Kobe Bryant. Like he, like before he passed, he, he talked about like him picking Jordan's brain. And he said that, like, cause a lot of people don't give, I mean, when you ask certain questions, they don't give, you know, they stuff out like, like they little secrets on how they got better and stuff. But he said, you never know, because if they, if they see that you're on that type of time, they may just give you all the information that you need to get better. So I think that was a great point that you just made, but being on a big stage, playing for a big time program, do you ever come across any anxiety before a big game or any nerves? And if you do, how do you manage that and handle that so you can focus on the task at hand? Yeah, I think freshman sophomore year, I kind of was just like having fun with it. I was like, oh, I'm younger. I'm kind of just like playing basketball. And I think this year really hit me where it's like, this is super serious. Like, mm-hmm. I starting, I'm playing significant minutes. I have a very big impact on this team. Like, like the way I approach this game with my attitude and the way I play, like can impact the team like very positively or very negatively, which I think was a good thing it hit me this year. Like junior year, I wish it hit me a little bit sooner, but that's okay. I'm happy it hit me. But before games, I like to like listen to music, hang out with my friends. Like I'm not one to be super serious when it comes to four games. So I'm like, I'm having fun. I'm not Right. Like, obviously, when I step on the court, when the whistle blows, I'm serious, but I like to kind of let myself loose, because if I'm too stiff or my brain is too, like, locked in, I've noticed I just overthink everything. Mm-hmm. So before the game, in the locker room, we're all listening to music, I go on the court, I just get my shots up, I obviously, like, am focused in that area, but I also, like, can remind myself, like, I can goof around a little bit, I can talk to my right. teammates, that's, I can that's great. loose a little bit. Yeah, that's which, interesting. Uh, yeah, I used to not do that. I used to just be like, okay, I can't smile. I can't do anything. I can't yeah. feel music. I can't do anything. I just have to be as professional as I can, which obviously did not work for me. So I think just like letting myself be comfortable with who I am because I'm not a super serious person. I like to have fun. I like to let loose. So I think just like adding my personality into my style of, style of play as I've matured has helped me a lot. Just like during warm-ups, because then like everyone else is in a better mood and we're more excited to play. We're not so like, oh my gosh, we have a game. We're like, oh my gosh, we have a game. Like, let's have fun. So I right, think, right. but then like once the anthem hits, the national anthem, I do a few like 
deep breaths. We do some meditation with our within our team. So we do like a four, five, six breathing exercise. So I do three of those because my number's three and I'm very like superstitious about my numbers and everything. So I'll do three, four, five, six breaths. And then during the starting lineup, I kind of just like do some more breaths. I have a few like rituals that I do with some players. Like me and my one teammate do a handshake and then before the starting lineup, gets called out I do this like thing to all the girls and I don't know it's just something that like I have to do and once I do those I feel fine and then once I'm on the court I'm all set after I do my little rituals and my four five six breathing okay nice that's great oh my goodness so um that's a great way to handle anxiety and it's effective everybody have their own you know Mm -hmm. way to go about it but um yeah, that, that's that's great. That's interesting, but it sounds effective. Um, so yeah. good for you, bro. Good, thanks for sharing that. And I'm really big on mental health, and that's the reason why I started the podcast. Do you tend to stay even throughout the season as far as not getting too high or not getting too low on yourself? Because the season is a real grind, and you are going to go through a lot of mental challenges. Um, but when, when you do face adversity and when you do face that mental lapse or mental health struggle, um, how do you manage that and handle that? And what's your overall perspective on mental health in general? I also take mental health very seriously. Last season, beginning of the season, that was fine. But towards the middle and the end of the season and, like, postseason a little bit, I struggled a lot. And I didn't. I never really struggled in high school or when I was an underclassman. I never really struggled, never really thought of that. But I struggled a lot. And actually, I didn't really know what to do, but... Being in a Power 5 school is really nice because we have a lot of resources and also freshmen and sophomore year. I don't really take advantage of those resources and I kind of just like, oh, whatever, they're there. But once I started maturing and realizing, like, if your mental game isn't strong, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like, exactly. It doesn't matter your talent level. Like, if you are not mentally all there, you will not perform. Mm-hmm. And I struggled with that because I had a few off games. I wasn't really sure what was happening. And just, I felt like... Now my life was like crashing, but I was like, why is nothing working? Like why, I feel like I'm trying so hard and everything, but something seems off. So I talked to our trainer who then connected me with a sports therapist. And then the sports therapist then connects you with just like an all around normal therapist. And I was like, why am I going to therapy? I don't need therapy, like what is this? But then I realized it is so normal to go to therapy. Like it is yeah, so absolutely. normal. absolutely, right. Yeah. And it helped me so much more than I thought it would. And I was really nervous at first. And I was like, I don't want people to know I'm going to therapy. Like, I don't want people to think that there's something wrong with me. Well, like, all this stuff. But it was like, it is so normal to go to therapy. So many people on my team go to therapy. Like, my coaches go to therapy. And it's just like, it's a place where you can talk and be open and, like, be understood and heard. Because I feel like there are some situations where it's like, I want to talk about this, but then I don't know how the room's going to read it. Like, like getting stuff off your chest, like, makes such a difference. And if I just was holding in all these emotions, and there was one point in the season where, like, I was holding in so much, and I was performing bad, I was having, like, signs of eating disorders, and there was all this stuff, and it was like, I can't be a good basketball player, and I can't be a good teammate if I'm not good to myself first.